Welcome back to another episode of Hinchin' Time. I'm Jeff. I'm Ross. And today is our double feature, as every week, Osama Sentai King Oger, episode 47, Silent, or Silence God. <laughs> I almost said Silence of the God. And Kamen Rider Gotchard, episode 21, Mad Warrior, Velrod the Black Flame. Badass title. Badass? For a cli- end of a climax episode. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This was like the big climax. This was the big, this was the money shot. I still think like Kisa's has a thing for him. Huh? I, oh, yeah. Like oh, for sure. Some some Kemi babies. Uh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm not human, but I can still try. <laughs> no. Uh, but like usual, we're going to kick it off with King Oger. We are entering into the last few episodes, guys. These are the moments where it becomes epic. So this episode continues from the last episode where Grody basically became human, right? And alive again? He's been undead from the dead. He's dead. been undeaded dead. He's been un-undead. <laughs> un-undead? Un-un-alive. He's been un-unalived. <laughs> no, it'd be un-unalived. <laughs> but anyways, Grody is now alive and realizing the the warmth of life without having the hardship to it <laughs> so basically he's like no i'm alive now i feel great i'm actually immortal like and alive which is good try to kill me now don't ever s- say that to a mortal per- by a mortal person because you're well get- true <laughs> yeah sliced in here cleaved ching <laughs> but we know from last episode that the sh- the cicada shoe gods mm-hmm. kind of came back to life when they shot him with the immortal crystal that Jeremy got from his parents. The immortal crystal. Yep. And this episode kicks off. Doug Dead just appears. And he's, as they're trying to shoot at Grody, right? Because mm-hmm. he's, he's now alive again. He's killable. Uh, Doug Dead pops up and swats away their shot. And he said, he goes, people... Sorry. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm a kid's TV show host. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, but he comes up and he kind of explains what Grody is. So Grody is actually a corpse that Doug Dead found. Um, he... Doug Dead tells the King Ogers that he is going to wipe out humanity. He's going to wipe everything off that face of the planet, Terra. Just like he did to the Bugnarok's original planet. That means the Bugnarok, just like the humans, were extracted from their planet and brought to this one. So, my question is, who the hell is the real, like, living beings of this world? Potentially the shoe gods. The plants. Plants. The plants. The plants and the animals. I mean, they were there before... Everyone else? Maybe. Yeah, true. Even if, even if that's not the case, guys, the shoe gods aren't the original, maybe the original beings on that planet, which would make sense because it's not like a transformer situation, (laughs) but that's besides the point. So we get this whole scene where now Grody has now started the same thing that happened 17 years ago, the wrath of the gods. And cicadas are literally surrounding the entire planet. Bringing it to like almost a pitch black. 
if it weren't for all the lighting. Now the King Ogers are kind of on their toes. Grody escapes and he's like, all right, well, time to kill everyone. (laughs) There's nothing else to do. It's like, I want to stay alive now. I'm not looking for the sweet relief of death. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I know. Mario reference. Exactly. (laughs) All there is is the sweet relief of death. (laughs) But uh, we we get this kind of incredible montage and I don't want to reveal everything, but now the King Ogers now have to find out a way to make evacuation plans. Right. So their entire, the entire episode is them planning Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about like planning because they're, they're on a short window. They don't know when they're going to die. They don't know when Grody's going to attack. There's no note, no current notice, but in secret, each one of them have created an exit strategy of some sort. Jeremy now is considered a king to humans. Hmm. Why? Because he created sanctuary. Sanctuary. Sanctuaries. Sanctuary to. Ooh. He's trying to be a hunchback. Yeah. Sanctuary. But <laughs> sure. Uh, the most handsome hunchback you ever seen. Sure. No homo. <laughs> it's it's okay to admit. Uh, this man is fire. I mean, Jeremy's a good looking dude. Yeah. The actor's like a model, but Jeremy himself cre- uh, by himself is like, well, sanctuary underground because the cicadas truly can't get underground or they can, but it's going to take them a while. Right. First, their, their, their entire plan is to destroy the surface, mm-hmm. not the planet itself. Yeah, because they want to take it back home. Yeah. Um, so Grody is controlling them because he ate all the Shoe God crystals. And that's how he's back alive. He now can control it. Which also would make sense to Gira because now we know he ate Kuagata's soul crystal. And mm. that's why he can control it. Kuagata jelly? Yeah, Kuagata jelly. <laughs> but that's why he can control Kuagata. Yeah. Um, so Grody's trying to destroy the planet, blah, blah, blah. Well, the King Ogers have now made plans. Yeah. And, uh, Kagaragi has come up with this idea of creating tunnels because there's a series of tunnels underneath the earth, Mm -hmm. right? Because the Bugnarok literally lived within there like their own little world. Like an ant farm. Yes. And Grody and Jeremy's plan from the get go since he became king is to to help the people of earth like above yeah. the humans to live in peace well the only way to do that is to start taking action yourself and that's what honestly the scouts like the bugnarok like foot soldiers are far further than any of the other bugnarok people hmm. now the bugnarok people are there kind of providing shelter clothing food water to the humans as as they're coming down underneath this, these series of tunnels, which in order to access, they have to break through the surface. Well, thankfully, who do we have that knows technology? Almost every one of them. Who knows technology the <laughs> most out of the King Ogers? Hmm. He's kind of gusty. Yeah. <laughs> Yama has created these pins that on on a command that he would give through a button push, it would blow a hole 
it would cave in a hole. And this is the size of like a pushpin. Hmm. They stick it in the ground because Yanma has created, because he's got these surveillance cameras. Yeah. He's, he's called out to all of Terra over a speaker and said, go to these locations. And he sends them to everybody hmm. across the entire planet. That's that has, some kind of connection and all those. And he says, help those that don't, that can't get there. There's a scene in between this where Rackley's is released to kind of help evacuate. Yeah. Because Gira is there and he doesn't want his brother to die. Right. I mean, that's so, a good thing. well, I mean, we've known, we now know Rackley's has been all about protecting his brother. His brother to him is the most important person in the entire world. And so, after the last few episodes where he's reflected, he's seen his past, you know, he realized his mistakes and he's paying for it. There's a woman that comes up and says, 17 years ago, I lost my family because you did nothing. Hmm. You didn't fight back. You didn't help. And Rackley's gets on his knees and begs and cries and says, but please don't die. Live on. Remember, live on in their, like for their memory. Yeah. You're the only one that will carry their memory with you. Yeah. Don't just give up because she was like in a wheelchair and like, I should just die now. I have nobody in my life. And that's when he's like, but I promise you, you'll have me like as a friend, you know, as someone that you can rely on. And that's when she goes and she says at towards the end of it, there's, there's, there's a pretty long, but I'm just summarizing. She says, thank you. And that's when the whole big battle comes about and he's and and Gira tells him, you need to go get underground. And he's like, as long as you're up here, I'm up here with you. And Gira was so happy. He's like, I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> Here's your sword. And then he transforms. And we get an Okuagata. For some reason, Oku like Rackley's is in Kubagata. Yeah. And Gira is in King Caucasus castle. Like he's in the main castle. Yeah. Or no, no, sorry. Flip that. Rackley's is in the castle and Gira's in Kuagata because Kuagata's the main mech. Yeah. So they do the whole big, big mech combination. So we finally get to see the mechs again because you know, I love mechs. And it's not a story piece. Yeah. Oh, it's kind well, of a story, story piece. story piece, but it's got the mech in there. Yeah. So the King Ogers are the last ones on the, the surface of the planet and their goal is just to make sure no one dies. No one dies. So it's funny because Rita at the same time and her and Gokan, mm-hmm. she says all those who are prisoners, if you help, you buy your, you win your freedom, but you have to help the people mm-hmm. get to sanctuary and all your transgressions will be forgiven. That's Basically nice. all, all your I will wipe clean your slate. Yeah. So you will have nothing on your record. That's pretty nice. Yeah. And so obviously any prisoner that's been in there in the fucking cold is like, yes, get me out of here. It's like, I will do whatever it takes to get my freedom. Yeah. And Kagaragi's, he's like, make sure like we bring enough. hay. let's bring enough this, that, you know, um, and his people. He's already brought underground yeah. because he's kind of a key piece. He's bringing the food. He's bringing a lot of the food. Well, he'll make sure they'll survive underground. The for rice, a while. yes. The plants. He's bringing some planted stuff just in case their plan doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that way they can live underground for a period of time until where they get their strength back. But it actually works out because everyone comes back and they're together. And this is when Jimena says um, to all her like doctors, I know you guys have been 17 years ago. You guys suffered a lot, but this is crucial now. No one will die under our watch. Yep. Not even you. If you see someone in need, even if it's us, you help them. Yep. No matter what. No one left behind. And I protect you. So they are now basically, you know, the masters of being a worthy king, I would say. Like they're they're top tier now. Yeah. They leveled up. This is their final level. And Grody becomes his grotesque monster thing again, but he grows bigger. Yeah. The King Ogres combine their mechs and they Gira says something that just hits different. And I won't reveal everything because I want you to watch it because there's some stuff that I have a theory on that I've already talked to Ross about, mm-hmm. which is like, I'm fairly certain that Gira has some, has an ability that Doug Dad has or all of Doug Dad's ability, meaning maybe Gira one day will be able to control maybe the final episode, Doug Dad a little bit, well, I mean, or maybe Gira sacrifices himself in order to kill Doug Dead? That would be an ending. It would. You'd be like, oh. But what if Gira ascended to Doug Dead's place? He would suddenly become be like dead? basically, he would be Gira himself, his yeah. consciousness, but like an immortal being. Yeah, he could still take on a, uh, yeah. a human form. He could still go back down. Yeah. But this mech, when he does his big speech, all their like their overpowered cosmic ability, right? That we know that they now have through their ancestral, like items. Yeah. And Jeremy's too, surprisingly, like he's got something pump, like maybe the crystal was pumping enough power in him. Yeah. That's that just, it, it's it, in his blood. It's in his blood now. Makes sense. But he can still die. Um, so, but it, they all emit this like radiant individual light and it combines to the King cook. Caucasus castle like on the top you know like the piece that hangs over his face and it shines a massive light that shoots up in the sky and turns basically it basically like a solar flare like if you were to send a solar flare up into the sky and it shut off all electronics that's what happened to all the cicadas Hmm. and here comes Grody just falling to the ground (laughs) and he's like but they end up killing him they end up they have to ending him obviously because he's got to die. Well, yeah. Um, and then they regroup back in Shugadam uh-huh. in the Shugadam Castle or in in the in the uh, castle. No, I wouldn't say the castle because the castle is still connected to the mech courtyard. Yeah, the courtyard. Sorry, it's <laughs> I was gonna say like <laughs> glass ki- painted courtyard, but the it's King not Kikasa's courtyard. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna hear a mouthful. Uh, but they're talking, so they go over finals and like final numbers of like casualties, like the the mm-hmm. state of things. Build some buildings in some of the countries did get destroyed. That's not bad. The communication systems are still up, and each like so their their basic structure is still there. Yeah, it's just some of the buildings got destroyed, and then she Jimena says casualties or injured zero, casualties zero. And they all raise their swords like we freaking did it. Like 
you they imagine just, they just got one well they've got technically they would have two more battles uh, yeah Yamajim and Doug oh Doug. yeah yeah it's gotta be because you I mean, mean right I mean if, if you're going into battle you're not gonna just be like well he's he can stay behind in case I die no right. you're, you're gonna be like go go fight <laughs> like yeah I'll you take the charge. I'll stand behind you, and then when you're done and yeah. gone, I'm gonna go in battle. But it, and I showed Ross this the ending scene where Grody ends up, which he dies, but he he's in the afterlife. He's in the afterlife. Now we've only seen this once, well, twice, which is in the most recent. We're in the Rewa era, so the most recent two Rewa eras. Well, because technically, technically, the afterlife would be in, could be potentially another world. Correct. Well, there is weird, or a universe. It's considered a universe. Sorry, not world, a, a universe. Because in Zenkaiger, each each metal represented a different universe of Sentai teams. Yeah, not worlds, universes. Plus, and so there's an afterlife one too. Grody ends up there. And um, the only reason I say this, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flap for this from people, because I've said it on chat boards before. They're like, there's no way. Look at the art design. It is very reminiscent to Zen Kaidra when he goes to the afterlife and we see him sleeping later on in Don Brothers, like on the tree. Mm-hmm. That's the same tree that you see in the background where Grody wakes up because he's like, ah, oh, finally peace. And then you start to hear the moans of the people he have, he has killed. And he's like, ah, what's what's the best thing to do? That's why they called it. That's why they call this place Purgatory and Zenkaiger and in Nam Brothers, because your soul either rests or it doesn't. Yeah. Purgatory is the place and this, between yeah. life and death. Yeah. And this is, well, he's dead, dead, but he's just stuck there because he's already been dead before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... This is going to lead into the new, the upcoming movie. I believe it's Dom. It's the it's Dom. Avatar Sentai Don Brothers versus, versus King Oger. Yes, King Oger. Osama Sentai King Oger. And I, it's very much likely going to be a battle with Grody. Grody's going to f- show himself in it, obviously. Yeah. Because there's there's no other Sentai that has that world. Yeah, which is or, weird if they would do a movie tie-in with them. but I mean, it's a nice way to enter, to to fall into it, right? Yeah. Grody, we see Grody there. He goes insane. Maybe he gets even more crazy. And they got to go in and put an end to that. Maybe he finds a way out. End. Yeah. Or maybe something happens where they end up there. Who knows? But this episode was really good. Mm-hmm. It not only had a lot of action. We got to see mechs. We got to see henshins. Like we just got to. It was. It's a combination of everything we've seen currently and i believe the next few episodes are just going to be like this yeah because we're both we're, 48 yeah we're 40 we're going to enter in 48 49 50 maybe 51 maybe 51 maybe 52 extra story but like we're entering into the last few episodes like this is getting epic it's so good because now because we're, yeah we're getting close to the end of that because march 3rd bon bonja we, we go from kingdom on a distant planet to a futuristic world look i'm gonna be honest i was skeptical about boon boonger yeah but looking at the toy catalog and finally seeing the pre-orders i am so hyped for this it is freaking nuts you you and mm this is right? nucking futs it's going to be boontastic 
That's what I should say. Boontastic. <laughs> As Ross is shaking his head so vigorously. But now on to the to the obvious for Ross, which is Gachado. Yeah, well, the, God damn it. We can almost just pretty much preface this with saying we finally get to see Velrod's writer form, which is sweet. He shows us his rod. I don't really want to give too much away because I do want everybody to see this because this is the kind of the grand finale of Velrod's arc or his the, yeah, his, his background story. Because mm-hmm. we still, he's first this, controlled by the Malgrimum, his inner malice. And the we have got Lakisa's kind of going, uh, are we not sure that Garion might not just screw us over in the end? So she's gotten self-doubts. The girl, other girls are like, stop doubting the master. You're going to be bad. Mm-hmm. We see Dread get his get owned by Velrod in non henshin form. Oh yeah, Lee Spanner just kind of just gets that burning flame of power and just. Whoop. Oh, so good though! Like that scene where like his uh, I'm just gonna say this: his rings yes. when they fall to dust and that power goes from it his goes parents' into, into rings his ring. into his ring and it changes color. It was purple. It was purple. Was it always purple? No, it was blue. It was blue, then it turns to purple. Yeah, I think it's blue and green, and then I think so it's So now it matches his, his spanner form when yeah. he has the wrench form. So I think like his henshin device actually was the, was the, wrench. the wrench, but then when he got the... the what do they call uh, It's essentially, it's the same driver that Gauchar uses to do the burning, well, ignite mode. Ignite, not, yeah. Because his, his final form will be burning Gauchar. But there's two different ignite. Yeah, there's two ignition drivers. Okay. That's what I'll call it. Because Spanner finally gets it after some story pieces, which you you go watch it. Yes. <laughs> he he finally decides to use it to henge in or he he becomes in sync with, with Mad Wheel. Okay. And it's like he goes and says, I've gotta well, no, he said they and said he attaches it and he henshins. Yeah. So he puts the two in and he henshins and it's like Oh, Kamen Rider Velrod. He actually finally Kamen Riders. Yes, he's he's like I've been I've been blessed with the name of blah blah blah. Yeah, which is like Kamen weren't Rider you Bobby. a Kamen Rider before? Like in our eyes, he was like I from the get go. I was like, oh sweet, like we like first it, two episodes we have two Kamen Riders. I want to say awesome. that is similar to builds, uh, the different forms of the monsters and builds because there's the bottles when they, when they can henshin with the bottles mm. and like into a device, whereas when they crack, open it and they pour it on them. Oh. And then it's kind of monster, uh, monster, monster. Yeah, they, they turn monster. But they're aware. Yeah. Versus where if they put it in the driver, then it's more armor. Correct. So. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I don't know. I All I know is I want this suit so bad, like the helmet. Give me the helmet. That's all I want. Helmet just give me the helmet. Sweet. I would ride a motorcycle with that. I'd ride my in my car like that. And just like when cops or anyone looks at me like they're crazy, I just turn my head with it. Stare at him. But now we have three comrades. We've got Valrod. We've got uh, Gotchard. Yeah. And then we got, I keep forgetting her name. Rin's a writer form. They gave her the pretty one because I, they, they want her to look Because hers is unicorn. That's why she's all white and yeah. blue. Yeah. So she's got to have the majestic quality to her. So we have three of the colors, which is like the rings, I say, colors. but yeah. And I think Gotchard will become burning Gotchard, but he, it has to be in the, it'll be in the 20s. Mm. Like it has to be a big arc change. Oh yeah, because he he doesn't know that that was him. But the viewer does. Yeah, the audience is aware of like Burning Gotchard was correct. Ichi- Ichigo Ichinose. from like 
Two, two years in the future. Ichigo? Ichigo. Ichi, Ichigo. I'm going to say Ichigo like from Bleach. Like, whoa. What oh, does Ichigo mean? Burning something? Yeah. Basically. <laughs> but he... His, that's going to be... His, he didn't, he never saw it. We were only self-aware of it. But it would only have been like... He was always saying the future. Like, mm-hmm. something's going to happen unless you change it. Right. That moment was like two minutes in the future. Oh, shit. So it was him from the two minutes in the future. It couldn't have been. That's why when... when it has this, to be years above. Like it has to years. be. Like Terminator years in the future. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm waiting for the season to wrap so I can go back and rewatch. Right. Marathon through and go, okay, all the pieces are falling in place. Right, instead but, of going week to week. <laughs> but I'm going to put this on onto the recording that uh, I would not be surprised if Lakisa, Lakesis and Spanner have some romantic moments down the road. Maybe are you, are you talking about she? He shows her his wrench. I would say more his Valverod. <laughs> his Valverod. <laughs> oh, and it's revving up. <laughs> well, because when he's when he's in his mode, it, every time he goes to power up, it it makes a rev engine sound. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but for our listeners, if you want to get a hold of us, we do have a Discord channel now yes free of charge just gotta download it and talk to us download discord and if you go through the, the channel descriptions mm-hmm. it's in there it's in the it's in the title it's in the title of every episode and correct description yes our link to it's it. it's links are the links are out there mm-hmm. but it's 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 henshin time one word yes not henshin time it's it's Henshin time. One word. Yeah. Because <laughs> he forgot to put the space in between the henshin and time. Yeah. <laughs> but we're other, you can, if you're listening and you want to reach out to us, hit us up through there because you can actually text us live. Correct. And we do answer. And if we're on recording, we might be able to get us and be like, hey, what are you guys talking about? Exactly. Maybe we'll name drop. Yeah. <laughs> we all remember your name as we're looking down and going, um... Maybe we'll do something. I don't know. Hmm. In the not too distant future. <laughs> Whether it's two minutes in the future or <laughs> a year in the future. And that's a wrap on another episode of Henshin Time. We hope you enjoyed geeking out with us as much as we enjoyed geeking out with each other. And we did. Remember, whether you're a longtime fan or a newcomer to the world of Tokusatsu, there's always something new to discover and appreciate. So keep exploring, keep watching, and keep listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platforms. It helps us grow and reach more listeners and keep the conversation going. And thanks for tuning in. And until next time, it's Hedgin' Time!